This is You Can Adopt, a series which explores and debunks many of the most common misconceptions about adoption in England. You'll hear first-hand experiences from many different people involved in the adoption process, with each episode hosted by recognisable voices sharing their own experiences of adoption. To find out more and to begin your journey towards growing your family, please visit youcanadopt.co.uk. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching You Can Adopt. Now, enjoy the episode. Hello, you're listening to the You Can Adopt podcast with me, Sunita Malone. Over the last few months, we've spoken to various families who have experience with adoption, whether that be through adopting children themselves, being adopted or being a birth parent. Today, we're speaking to Hafsa and her husband, James, about adopting two brothers. Unfortunately, family groups of children have typically been more difficult to place in the UK. 40% of children waiting to be adopted are in family groups of two or more and need to be adopted with their brothers or sisters. On average, they wait 103 days longer in care before being adopted than single children do. Brothers and sisters who have been together before their adoption have already developed a strong bond and have often been the only constant in each other's lives. For adopters too, there's the benefit of only having to go through the adoption process once and concentrate on the more important work of becoming a family. And when it comes to the matching, the process is much simpler. Social workers will already know that the children get on well and will not have to go through a more complex process of matching a second child with a previously placed child. I myself have experience in this area, having adopted brother and sister Magdalena and Zach, um, biological siblings, um, Irish twins, and um, although actually they were in separate placements, um, we were just looking to adopt one child initially, and just as we'd been sort of matched, they said, oh, we're very sorry, we found us another sibling in the, in the system, a sibling in the system, and we prefer siblings to be adopted together. Now, even though I'd never met Magdalena at the time, because I'd already been praying about and they'd said she was a perfect match to us, I was already invested in her emotionally and spiritually. So I, they said, you know, we'll find you another another little girl to adopt. And we said, no, 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 we really want Magdalena and we would like to adopt the sibling as well. So we were um, able to as- adopt Zach, um, her, her brother, which was amazing. Um, and it, what was really nice is that they... They hadn't been together until we adopted them and brought them home together. So we kind of reunited them. Well, united them for the first time. Um, Today, we're welcoming Hafsa and her husband, James, to the podcast, who adopted two brothers. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having having us. Um, you're so welcome. I'm really looking forward to talking with you guys. It's great to meet someone like me who's adopted a family together. So let's talk about what led you to adoption. So we started off as uh, foster carers and that kind of led us down the road of adoption. I mean, we've always thought about adopting, but we just didn't take that initial step. 
and being foster carers and looking after two children of different age groups it kind of pushed us to want to do more and something more permanent with the child being more permanent in our lives and us having more of an input Mm. in their lives. How old were the children that you were looking after? The first child we had um, was four weeks old. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah, so we we had him until he was um, 14 months and then he got adopted. Um, wow, that must have been difficult to give him up. Yeah, it, it really was. was. Oh, God, it was. Yeah, no. we became so attached mm-hmm. because initially we said that the age group we were looking at, um, preferably five years old and above, because mm-hmm. we wanted to just do fun things. Mm-hmm. We didn't think about a newborn baby. We wanted to be, you know, be active with them. Yeah. I think um, at the same time we didn't want to get too attached. Um, obviously, given our our history in terms of the um, trying to conceive trying naturally, to conceive naturally and yeah, with the, with the IVF, you think if it's an older child, well, they'll be returned to their family or they'll be adopted soon. Yeah, yeah, it was a four week old baby, and then later on, we were fostering a twelve year old boy. Wow, and one extreme to the other. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. it was. But I think in terms of why we we, we chose to adopt. It was merely that we wanted more of an input in the in the, in the child's life and the day to day. We just thought, you know what, let, let's just take the step because obviously the, the little baby got adopted. We got on really well with his adopted parents. Yeah, and we thought, you know what, we can do this. So yeah, I think it was yeah it. him being adopted and seeing how his adoptive parents were with mm-hmm. him as well and watching that. And you weren't tempted to adopt him yourself. We actually got approached. Yeah, to meet, we- um we did, we did get approached by his social worker. Um, but by this time, yeah. I'd built a relationship with his birth family, with his birth mother, birth sisters, and his birth auntie. She didn't live far from us. So I thought, if we go down the route of adopting him, the dynamics will change. Yes, and yes. It was... Yeah, it was yeah. just way too close to home. So we yeah. didn't really want to take that risk. So we were just praying that, you know, they'd find a good match, match for him, a good set of parents. And, and our wish they came did. true. We couldn't have yeah. asked for that. You know, his parents are absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And we have such a beautiful relationship with them and yeah. we still see this little boy oh. now oh that's yeah. amazing yeah that's lovely it, so he's still with us he's still in yeah. our yeah. lives oh that's fantastic um, he's met our, our adopted children and yeah they, they and play together with yeah. our <laughs> adopted children so, so. It worked out better, really yeah that's fantastic so did you have any concerns when you first started thinking about adopting yeah i mean my concern was um we initially had an age range. Obviously, we wanted the the child to be as young as possible, so we could have as much influence as possible. Um, because we we got complimented a lot how we raised. Um, well, I say raised, but while the while the child was in our care, the baby that is, um, everyone congratulated us at how well we did with him, and um, and how much of a, a beautiful child he was. So we thought we we, we want to obviously get. A baby as young as possible six months to, to one years old but um 
at the same time, obviously, when we're going through the adoption process, we didn't want to close our doors completely and um yeah we wanted to stay open-minded stay open-minded yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah and we and we did um i mean initially we, we just wanted the the one child yeah we we didn't really think about siblings no. um but i think the c- concerns about adopting we had cert- well i definitely had certain concerns like um what if the child um, doesn't take to me mm-hmm. what if the child doesn't bond with me mm-hmm. and just little things like that but it's been completely the opposite yeah. oh, so my, what, 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 what were the first steps you know and how easy or difficult was it for you to you know to I think you made a phone to, call, didn't you? To get yeah, it, yeah to get it to get started. And who who instigated it? Like who who said to who, shall we just adopt our own? So me and yeah. James, we were talking about this. So we we were thinking about going down the IVF route again. Mm-hmm. And then we just thought this is a gamble. It might not work. And do we really want to go through all that heartache again? Yeah, emotionally. For me, yeah, physically and emotionally, because it wasn't easy. And I just kept praying. So we both, you know, we we both believe in God and we just kept our faith and I just kept praying. And then one day it just kind of hit me. And it's so bizarre to to try and explain that to someone but it was just in my heart and James has always spoken about this he's always like oh why don't we just adopt but at that time I wasn't I wasn't ready I think Hafsa was was, was holding out yeah she I was just wasn't out. there um but yeah we I rang adoption now I got speaking to our social worker who's still our social worker and she was just amazing yeah. she was just she wasn't pushy she answered any questions that I had and yeah we just started the ball started rolling and that was it the rest is history and it was just such an easy process I don't know if it's because we've been been down that route through fostering where we have an assessment and they dig deep into your past and ask you all that all those questions it was actually easier because we were already foster carers you'd already done all of that yeah 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 Yeah, we'd already done that so our stories are so similar as well with the whole IVF I mean because I used to I did uh, three rounds of IVF and then I also did two rounds with a surrogate. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's, and and again, you know, born again, Christian praying, praying, praying. I I also started to worry about my marriage because I was thinking, you know, so much heartache and disappointment, you know, you don't, you don't want to keep putting, you know, your relationship through that as well. And you just think, gosh, why didn't we think of this before? Because this is kind of an absolute guarantee at the end of it, you know. Yeah. So um, we know now that we know a little bit more about your background. What? A, let's talk a bit about the adoption process. So, this, it's it's the going from wanting to adopt a child. Yeah to two children how did that happen so when they obviously you, you, you've been through the adoption process yourself so you know that they'll bring um they'll, they'll show it matches. was like a, a portfolio yeah, of matches and 
we were looking at all these beautiful children and they are also beautiful and it does pull at your heartstrings Mm -hmm. knowing wait 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 you're saying you actually saw photographs and things yeah yeah so they presented did did you not no i didn't i hadn't laid eyes on either of my children i was just told i was just told about them and i didn't see them until the first uh, you know when you're doing the transition where you go to the house to meet them for an hour and then you're slowly taking over their routine so i'd never seen them until i laid till we met for the That's first time incredible so it yeah it was an online portfolio and we just saw four children we thought we don't want to keep looking at all the, it will just get too much so yeah. we just looked at four children's portfolios but just to add that just to add we also gave them our preferences prior to that so we told them the age range the ethnicities that we were looking to adopt yeah. so the profile that we had um were closely related to the so, ethnicities that we yeah. that we wanted to, to adopt so obviously me and Hafsa being um, a mixed race couple Hafsa being Pakistani me being Afro-Caribbean we were looking at children that matched both our ethnicities or as close as possible or, or as close as possible yeah, as as possible. yeah. yeah. Um, and it um, just worked out that our, our children one matched Hafsa's um, ethnicity and one matched mine um, they were both brothers. Yeah, so they're half siblings. Yeah, half siblings, and um, so initially we we saw the profile of our oldest, uh, our eldest son. Uh huh. And James was like, oh, you know, maybe he's a bit too old because he was reaching, I think, almost his second birthday. And we just, uh, he looks so much like my nephew. I don't know what it is. It's just in my heart, I thought, no, he's the one. And then we carried on reading his um, profile and a picture of his younger brother came up. And it was so bizarre because he looked just like James. Wow. Yeah, so we went, we we had an initial meeting. Um, so we met our eldest boy at nursery because we said we don't want to just make this decision. Make this decision. I want to meet him first. I want to wow. meet him first. Yeah. It wasn't just for us, it was more for him as well. Because we just thought this is a huge decision. This is a lifelong decision. Yes. Um, so we did. We asked. I mean, we asked if we could do that. They agreed. And it's like he knew who we were because yeah. he was a very shy boy, but he opened up to us straight away. And even his nursery workers, they were saying that they were really surprised because he's not like that normally. We literally walked into the nursery um, and they said, whatever you do, don't be all very, very forward with him. Let him warm to you. But obviously when we went in there, there was like 15 other children there of the same age. But it was weird because the other children kind of ignored us, but he was kept looking at us. So thinking, how does he know? Yeah. We're we're here to see him. Because the other children were oblivious. Yeah. But he just kept looking at us. And then at one point, he even came up to us. And and did you did you did you take them both at the, at the same time, or did you have the eldest one first, and then the the, the next baby six months well, later, or something? The the complicated thing was was that they weren't in the same placement, in the same foster placement. So that, so basically, what happened was we had to do the bridging um, with each 
placement. So we had to get, go to each house um, on different days. So uh, one day we go to the eldest boy's house, then we go to the baby's house and then vice versa. So it was a bit of a, um, a challenge because we were, we were bridging two children from two different yeah. placements. So they'd only, I think they'd met once or twice, yeah. the brothers. So they were pretty much strangers to each other. Mm-hmm. And then on the day of placement, they both came at once. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was a little bit difficult for them both because they were both fighting for our attention. Yeah. Well, how, old, how old was the youngest one? So the eldest one was nearly two. Yeah, 10 months. Oh, my months. God, this is literally my story. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Combined with a boy and a girl, but yeah, the, the same ages, separate placements. Um, and did you have like a two-week sort of period of meeting them before you brought them home? Yeah, yeah. we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Um, and it was, it was. I think yeah, it was difficult for them as well, tough, getting yeah. used to each other. But it didn't take long. Yeah. Wow. And how was it for you guys? Well, I. I basically, um, in between us making the decision to adopt the two children that they presented to us, I'd, I'd been made redundant. Yeah. So um, during, due, to, due to COVID, yeah. Yeah, COVID. it was. So coming. every person that I spoke to, friends and family, um, they were saying, why would you make a decision to adopt two children when you've been made redundant? Um, I'd only just been made redundant as well, so it was new to me. So um, I'd said, you know what? God's God's going to provide, and literally with me making the um, the commitment to adopt him and say yes, we'll take these two children. I got a, I got a phone call from an interview I had, and, and I, I got a job straight away. So <laughs> there was there was there was no, um, no there was no obviously doubt in my mind that this yeah. was meant to happen. Really, and I think because James he just started a new job, he wasn't really entitled to much holiday. So mm. he was at home with me for a week. Yeah. And then after that, I just got on with it, Sunita. I just thought, no, I need to get them in a routine now. So we'll plan to go out, we'll do this, and it's worked great. Yeah, everything that we've asked for has, has been granted to us. So. Yeah, but it does feel like you have twins sometimes because yeah. they both want the one, whatever you do with one child, the yeah. other one wants the exact same. Oh, so. yes. And, oh, and they good. Glad it's not just me because, I mean, I was counting grapes at one point because (laughs) I'd give them a bowl of grapes and they'd be looking at each other's bowls to see who had the most. So in the end, I'd actually pick them off the bunch, one you know, one bunch in each hand and into each bowl to go one and we count together (laughs) so they knew they had the same. But I'd be saying, but actually, you know, she's a little bit older, but it was like, it's no point. They don't get it. They want the same. So Mm -hmm. try to give them the same. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We've learned that. We've learned that. So you had lockdown babies. We did. In a way, I mean, in a way, even that is God, though, because to have that that time, that precious time and permission to be at home with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It must have been amazing. Yeah, it Um, did help. And it helped the children as well, I think, feeling settled. And and not having to go to school. And what would you say was the most challenging thing about having two children at the same time? I think it was the the bridging, really. Because because 
we were going to two houses. Um, different areas. Different areas. Um, at the same time, obviously, the children had never spent much time to eat with each other. So we had like three different dynamics going on. So we just wanted to make sure that we bonded um, with each child. It was just to yeah. make sure that we gave both of them what attention. So equal attention. I think that that is the most challenging thing for me, making sure that I bond with both of them um, equally and show both of them attention equally. And they both have different needs. Yeah. Two-year-old and a little baby, they both have different needs. So it's just being making sure that you recognise that, recognise both their individual yeah. needs and just try your best to meet them. And that can be challenging sometimes, especially when you're on your own and you're doing that with two children. Um, So, you know, a lot of people going through the adoption process at the moment are waiting and who are waiting for a child now might think that they wouldn't be able to handle two or more children arriving at the same time. Um, What what advice would, would you give them? I'd say definitely get siblings if you can. <laughs> you would yeah. say get siblings. Yeah. The reason yeah. being is because every person that I told, um, friends and family, they said, do not adopt two children at the same time. They said, you won't be able to cope. Um, and to be honest with you, it's a blessing that we did because they entertain each other. Um, and at the same time, because they're both going through the same process and the same new dynamic, it's, I think it's a little bit easy for them. Yeah. Also, I think together. the fact that they're both boys as well, so they, they're yeah. sort of having a similar experience. And yeah. are you are you at home more now, James, because of, of, of the lockdown? No, I'm still working in the office. So um, my, 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 my daddy routines kick in when I come home at around half five, six o'clock. I take over and do the bed, uh, sorry, bath and bed routine. Yeah. Um, try to obviously. But that's kind of the, the same. That's kind of the schedule, and they're used. They know. Yeah. Daddy's yeah. So it's a routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. So we try and stick to routine, so they know yeah. every day what is um, due to happen, and we try and keep things the same. Um, but I definitely would say, don't be scared of it. Mm-hmm. If you can keep siblings together, a hundred percent, do it. We, we read a lot of books. Um, and, About and, therapeutic yeah, parenting and all of that. Said raise each, each children has their own identity and you yeah. should respect that. And we recognise that they are both two different characters, mm. completely different to one another. And funny you should say that because James on a weekend now, he does prioritise time. So he'll spend an hour with our eldest son, um, just James and him mm-hmm. playing together. And then... Again, with our our younger son, so just so then they have that one on one time at the moment for me, it's difficult because I have both of them in my care at the moment, but as soon as um you know the lockdown restrictions uh change, then I will be making the most of that, and you know maybe leaving my eldest in my mum's care while me and the me and my baby go swimming or you know just doing things like that having that one-to-one. That's amazing. And so family life. So um, are both of your both of your parents living? My my mother passed um, around oh, 13 years ago. 
But um, mm-hmm. my dad loves them to bits, and half his mum loves them to bits. Um, her, her sisters, my brother, our friends, yeah. I mean, it's hard to obviously, for the, they haven't met uh, a lot of our friends yet because of lockdown. But on video calls, we, we try to make sure that uh, we're introducing them. And so weird. I just keep thinking, gosh, this is all new. This is like yeah. four months ago. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Well, I mean, do you feel like you like is your world are your worlds upside down, or do you you sound quite calm? And everyone says that Sanisha, oh, you guys sound so calm. And I think it's because mentally, before they came, I just think of the worst case scenario because I wanted to make sure. I mean, I know you can never prepare for things, but I think to some extent mentally I did kind of prepare myself and I think because I've fostered um, a newborn baby before I've taken care of a newborn baby to me this kind of feels like a breeze I'd much rather have um, children that are sleeping through the night than a newborn baby crying every three hours and just that lack of sleep so to me so far this has been fine yeah. It honestly has. Do you guys sound relieved as well? Because I guess, you know, I mean, it's so wonderful what you were doing, all the children that you've helped, but to finally be at a place where you've two little children you've helped, but also that they're yours and they're going to stay yeah. with you for the long haul, for, you mm. know, for life now. So, you, you you know, you sound settled, which is nice. Would you, would you yeah, foster just... more children? I have thought about That's... this and... I just think once maybe in about 15 years time or once our children are settled and you just never know. Yeah. Wow. I, think, um, I was joking, yeah. but now I realize you really are crazy. Okay. <laughs> so bring it on. Yeah. The, honestly. Well, yeah. 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 The more the merrier. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Um, so do you remember the very first time you met each of the children, like what happened? So basically we, we were doing the, um, they were sending us pictures and videos of the children prior to us meeting the children. We didn't actually get to meet our youngest until the the bridging. Um, we did a few video calls, but we didn't actually meet our youngest in person. We only met our eldest in person at nursery. And then we had a few video calls um, but meeting them for the first time, it was just, especially the, the youngest, because we, we we didn't actually meet them until the bridging. It was just it was but, strange. But on the video call, he when he was staring, but yeah. when James came on, he, he, he was like, he looked, it was like he was examining me. Yeah, my little girl, exactly the same, because I got to go and visit her for an hour. And they, I was supposed to come visit every day, and it would be two hours, three hours. You know how they do it. And after the first visit, I was sitting on the sofa and I said, okay, I'm going to go now. No, she opened the door to me when I arrived with her foster mother. And when the door opened, I looked down at her and, you know, like you said, I was thinking, don't be emotional, don't grab her, like stay calm. You know, she's only a little, she ran and I was like, oh dear, this is not good. She came running back because we'd sent a, a little booklet, a little photo album with pictures of ourselves and toys that we bought for them and their little clothes and their bedroom and everything. She turned to my picture in the photo album, pointed the picture and pointed at me and said, Mama. Oh. So they'd been teaching her that I was Mama before, before 
we got there it was so sweet and I you know such a softie anyway I nearly burst into tears and I was thinking don't grab her don't grab her to freak her out she doesn't know you you know but it's just like and at the end of the first hour I said okay well I've got to go now um shall I come and see you again tomorrow and she did exactly what you said she she just looked at me really deep in the eyes for a long time and then she sort of smiled and nodded but I was like, wow, you really considered it. You didn't, she wasn't just like, oh yeah, of course. You know, it was like, hmm. It's magical. Yes. It yeah. is a magical, magical feeling and it just makes your heart feel really full and you just know. I mean, yeah. when I was, when I, prior to us adopting, you go on these forums and you just go on the internet and just try and get as much research as possible. But you you, you always end up on, on forums and you hear horror stories of, um, parents not bonding with children and them having a really difficult time so we were kind of preparing ourselves for that possibility and none of that happened we, we bonded straight away straight you know, away so, with it. it's yeah. like he chose you right yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. decided yeah how, how long did it take you, you to sort of feel like a family I mean I know it's still it's still very early days but do do you feel does it feel like family now and I think for me initially I felt like I was their foster carer yeah so it did feel like that I didn't have I mean you know I I want I cared for them deeply they're mm-hmm. vulnerable children but it didn't hit me until I think maybe a month when we when we go out for a walk as a family yeah. unit I think then it kind of makes us feel like you know what we're parents here. So. No, but it, it it felt for me, yeah. I think it took about a month for me to feel like, wow, they're my children. I think mm-hmm. when they're staying, they're staying. Yeah, they're mine. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it didn't feel like I was their foster carer. I felt like a, a mother. Do you think that um, the children being brothers has helped them settle better? It's hard to say because because they haven't met each other. I think they met each other a couple of times. Yeah, they were in two different foster homes. But they homes. definitely, they definitely love each other because the way that they, the way that they are around each other, um, they definitely. Because if we give, um, for instance, my dad got um, our eldest uh, an Easter egg, and we're quite strict as parents not to give the baby any any sweet or any chocolate or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. So when we gave it to our two year old, he was like. Are what you, about what, my little what, brother? What about, he was pointing to his brother and saying, are oh, you going to give any to him? Yeah, like, where's his so Easter egg? Oh, bless so I'm like, him. no, he doesn't want Easter eggs. Yeah, he yeah. just wants a banana. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I think cute. if they were initially, um, if they were in a foster home together or if they were being adopted straight from their birth family, then I think, yeah, it would Did be it really important. Yeah, because yeah, they would find comfort in each other and that's really important to help them move on. What what would you say the biggest challenges have been so far? I think at the moment in? for the, the biggest challenge is just making sure that they're fulfilled because during, during lockdown, we just feel a little bit guilty because we don't seem to be, we feel like we want to take them everywhere, here, then everywhere, experience mm-hmm. such like fun days and whatnot. So we try to make sure that we're entertaining them every day um, when it's good weather, taking them out, going to the park, going for a walk. Um, but I think the challenge at the moment is just just 
being adequate and confident that we're doing the right thing uh, as a parent, really. Oh. You know? Yeah, they, all they want is just your attention, your love, and just to feel reassured that you are there, that you'll always be there. So do, do you have any um, post-adoption support? Yeah. We have a lot of support. We're in um, regular contact with our social worker, who's absolutely amazing. So I'm quite open and honest. So if I have any issues, you know, I don't hesitate to contact her. And there's also other support that we can access if needed. If Mm -hmm. we feel that we are, you know, need to deal with certain behaviours. They'll always place you. So when you you, um, adopt a child... They'll try and buddy you up with another family who've gone through the same experience. So, oh, luckily great. for us, we already had um, the, the, the adopted parents who adopted the child that we fostered. We were, we were already yes. quite close with them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we were the, basically their buddy in in, a, in essence. Mm-hmm. So um, whenever we obviously have any concerns or just want to make sure that we're doing the right thing, we just speak to them and they'll reassure us and put it in the right direction. So, so yeah. we're lucky in that sense mm-hmm. that we do have a lot of support uh, through adoption now and through our friends who have adopted. So, yeah, help is there if, if needed. That's fantastic. And have you seen any changes in the boys from when they first came to you to, you know, the last oh, few Sinita, weeks? Our, oh, wow. I can list. It's an oh, endless list. Where do we start? <laughs> So in his body weight, there's a huge change in him Mm -hmm. now being able to speak because before he'd only make noises. So this is the eldest child? This is the eldest. He'd just make noises and he always had a frown. He he would never smile and he was just always sucking his thumb and pulling his hair. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. now he's so confident and he's a little chatterbox. He just chats nonstop and sometimes I just think, oh, will he just give it a rest? (laughs) And he's just nonstop. And it's like, wow, where has this come from? He's a completely different boy, Sunita. I I still don't believe he's the same boy that we met four months ago. He's completely different. It is, and he's just fantastic. so confident. Every time the social worker comes round, uh, because obviously she was a social worker when they were, were looked after, she can't mm-hmm. believe it. She said she's never seen um, transition two, a transition of two, of two children in separate placements transition this quickly. Yeah, transition oh, this wow. well. Yeah. Oh, well done. That's so brilliant. It must make you feel so good, yeah, right? Yeah, it it does. does. Yeah. It, it does. Yeah. So how has your life changed? I mean, I suppose that's an obvious way but how do you how do you feel well we we've been married for almost 10 years oh gosh and I think amazing in the, in the first eight prior to the um to the fostering we had a lot of selfish time with each other um holidays and just a lot of time to just do whatever enjoy life we wanted. without having children yeah. so even though we did want children we obviously had a plan um mm-hmm. we didn't expect it would be adoption. We, we, we thought we'd always conceive naturally. Um, mm-hmm. But I think right now it, it, it hasn't changed in the sense of that we have to sacrifice other things. But I think we prepared ourselves and we just, we're enjoying it really. Yeah, we've we're waited long enough yeah. and it's changed in the sense of having this, 
having a responsibility, but it's changed for the better, Sunita. It's just an amazing feeling being parents to two beautiful boys. And we truly feel blessed with them Mm -hmm. that they're with us. And it just, it does feel like me and James are complete now. Oh, that's lovely. Our little, little boys complete us. I I just I just I know where you are. I know exactly where you are, and it's so. I'm so happy for you. I'm so so happy. I mean, I used to say, you know, if I even though I had so much disappointment and heartache, you know, trying to have my own biological children, that I wouldn't trade them now for biological children because they just. They just are everything to you, right? They they're your children. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. are your children, and uh, they say love is uh, blood is thicker than water, but love is thicker than blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah I believe yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. What are you uh, looking forward to in the future with your family? Um, we're looking forward to the boys growing and just being something special in terms of just just growing into just decent young men, really. And just doing uh, family things, going on holidays together. You just can't wait for that, honestly. (laughs) That means means you're going to have to be on the airplane. What if you're the people on the airplane with the screaming babies and everyone's looking at you? (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. I'll pretend they're not there, Sunita. I have no issue with that. I'll pretend they're not there. I'm good at doing that. Just get lots of snacks. Yeah, take lots of snacks and just try and keep them entertained somehow. But just making memories for them, that's what I can't wait for, making fun memories for them for when they're older. That's beautiful. And um, did they, uh, will you Will you be telling the children that they're adopted um, age appropriately all their lives or, yeah. or not, or waiting until you think they're old enough to fully understand? So we have to tell them that they're adopted and we've been told that based on research, it's better for children to be adopt- mm-hmm. to be told that they're adopted from a young age. Yeah. Now we're just waiting. We'll play that by ear just to see um, when we believe that they fully understand, that's when we'll tell them. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I it should be a secret, yeah, you know, because as I soon think, as they're able yeah. to comprehend that, you should tell them. Because I think they'll feel that everybody knew but them, Yeah, you know, so I think it's important to just tell them as soon as it's age appropriate and they understand and mm-hmm. it's just obviously something to um, to bring you closer, really, I think. And that specialness of, of being chosen of being chosen and, and wanted and you know they love me to tell them the story mommy tell me the story again <laughs> when you first saw us tell me again tell me again oh that's lovely <laughs> so it's really nice oh guys it's been so lovely meeting you, you too. um and i'm sorry that i thought you were the kids i was like oh, I thought the kids were younger than that <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, take it as a compliment definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And I just wish you so much love and so much happiness. And I'm going to be praying for your protection, for God's guidance and protection over the family. And just that you have so much fun and just a great, great, great family life together. No, I appreciate it. Thank you, Sunisa. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. It was nice meeting you. You too. Take care. Take care. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of You Can Adopt. Listen out for more new episodes coming up. And if you haven't already, check out the first six episodes that cover many different and interesting stories from adoptive families. For more information and to take the first step towards growing your family, visit youcanadopt.co.uk. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching You Can Adopt.